You're listening to a special edition of the Erotic Awakening Podcast. Don, we are sitting in our fine little hotel room at Southwest Love Fest. It is the last day. It is the last day. We're getting ready to pack up and, and move on to Phoenix from Tucson. And that's good, <laughs> but we've managed to sneak people into our hotel room. We have. <laughs> and on the last day. Damn. Yes. <laughs> and um, I have been f- uh, failing to flirt. With Ruby Johnson all weekend long. Oh, you do have a flirt dot. We both dot. have a dirt flirt Darn. dot. She's in my hotel room now, and I whip out a microphone. Because <laughs> I want to talk about, you've recently talked about, so Ruby, first off, thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you. And you've been passionate lately about power. Yes. And we started to talk about what that meant just a few minutes ago, <laughs> and I courteously asked you to please be quiet while you <laughs> open up the microphone to hear more about it. So you were just talking, and I'll, I'll let you go from here, but you were just talking about power and systems and shame and all kinds of good stuff. And yeah. I want you to pick up from there and tell right. us more about that. Okay. I would like to um, give you a context of where it comes from. Okay, great. It's, it's the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. And within that, there is this power differential between those who were... Um, for lack of a better word, violated. Um, they were in a different position than those who were doing the violating. Right. Um, and those who are doing the, the violating are individuals who have social power, um, uh, <laughs> fiscal power. You know, um, there have there's this certain element of fear that has been created. And so as a result of that, there is a disempowerment okay. of the individual. And so with me talking about power, I am talking about how can we empower us, ourselves, which is a skill, and how can we push through those things that have been um, created or those structures from monogamy, um, which is that there is one, only one, mm-hmm. um, that there is no one else that you know can come into your world emotionally, mentally, um, there is this place of, you know, there is a certain level of capital with your mate, you know, with the male mm-hmm. <laughs> within, within the, you know, within your life that there is this, um, you are, for lack of a, let me see. Mm, yeah, I, I'm going to use the word. Go ahead. Shit. <laughs> that one. <laughs> <laughs> there is the um, penetration Mm-hmm. That is, I mean, it's just defined from anatomy to, I'm talking about the penis. Okay. Can, I, can I use the word penis? Oh, yeah. It, we prefer cock or cock. <laughs> one-eyed trouser snake, whatever. It's fine. Um, it's, and it's the position of man overtaking woman, mm-hmm. you know, um, that domineering aspect. Now, this is not the kinky. Which is the hot stuff. That's the, that's the fun stuff. <laughs> right. That is the stuff that is sexy. Yes. You know, that is something where you're surrendering mm-hmm. and you they have asked consent. Consent. And so that is still yes. empowerment. Yes. You know, and that is still, I'm going to respect what you need. You have the ability to tell me no if you want to. And all of these are tools of empowerment. Mm-hmm. You know, and the opposite is that you don't have any say. Um, your opinion doesn't matter. Um, you're being dismissed. Uh you are being in a position of your voice has been subjugated. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. 
So as we've moved this into the the realm of polyamory specifically, mm -hmm. I've seen it take two different directions. I'm curious which direction you believe it should go. There's the direction of we destroy that thing that's exerting power over us, mm -hmm. or the direction of we empower ourselves so that it doesn't have power over us. Mm -hmm. Or is there a third direction that you're coming at this from? Both. Okay. You know, they're not mutually exclusive, mm -hmm. you know. Um, we can simultaneously oppress and uplift. Okay. I mean, not oppress <laughs> and uplift. And I believe that's where we are in the polyamory world because we are going against two. We are letting go of monogamy, you mm -hmm. know, and some of those social constructs. And then we're also empowering ourselves to choice, you know, creating a, a relationship structure that fits me, one that I want to have. And also for folks of color, I am a person of color here. Um, <laughs> for, for folks of color, we're actually coming into a place of recapturing our bodies. You know, there was a lot of disembodiment that happened. And so empowering ourselves and saying, I'm present, I'm mm -hmm. here. Yeah. You know, and you, you understand what that's like because people have said, I'm present and I'm here. Uh -huh. Event organizers get held. Mm -hmm. That's when toss that out. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so people just want to be seen. Yeah. People want to be relevant. And if this is a community of being seen, being relevant, you know, of love, you know, love is now not always about chocolates and flowers and stuff like that you know love is about challenging those biases mm -hmm. um in inclusivity in a way of regardless of religion sexual orientation gender all of that is relevant so power is big right so how do you how do you start how do you get there i mean you take you know you talked a little bit about event organization but mm -hmm. you you organize events mm -hmm. and obviously that's a huge part of it and I'll never say that I can run, I can't organize an event that is, that I can base on my background as a person of, a female person of color. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't have that background. Mm -hmm. I can, all I can do is rely on other people mm -hmm. and say, what can we do here, right? Mm -hmm. So clearly, you being an event organizer, mm -hmm. you do get to put that, you know, you mm -hmm. do get to drive that in that direction. Mm -hmm. What else can we do? Not everybody can organize events. They either don't have the bandwidth, the ability, the mm -hmm. skill. The finances. So are, the finances, absolutely. <laughs> so what are our other paths to power that people can... You empower. Okay. You know, and that's the thing is we don't have a, a lot of mentor-mentee mm -hmm. type of relationships. You are a leader. You're highly respected. You have a lot of power. I'm just going to use you, you as an example. Um, you have a lot of um, influence. How, and people will follow where you go. And if you put forth that intention, which is what you're doing, Six years. There's a reason that you <laughs> that you know that you're 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 going, and so maybe it's the next step is for us to lead other women mm -hmm. because we feel that Ruby's we looking at me, not Dan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, lead other women. I mean, and I think that's where we start is as leaders with this podcast. We say, okay, I hear you. Maybe we should get so and so. We've been looking at them, and they're pretty much a superstar. You mentioned you don't want to do this. I mean, he still wants to do it, but he wants to have someone to kind of take it over in many ways. 
Could right. I that correctly? Yeah, absolutely. No, okay. yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Please. You know, and so I think that's one of the things that we do is we pass the torch. Mm-hmm. Um, additionally, additionally, we um, level out that power dynamic and we go, it is accessible. We do want it to be equitable and bring forth those individuals because mm-hmm. a lot of times you don't know until you know it. Right. True. So, um, so when you looked at me and said that we need to empower women, mm-hmm. we need to give power to women, how would you suggest? Do you have suggestions? Do you have tricks that you do or things that you suggest to other women to help empower them? I bring them in. You just bring them in? I bring them in. That's what, okay. You, you just started them. doing that. Yeah, Yeah. you started, you, you bring them in and you go, you know what? Heteronormative world, mononormative world, you know, you become one with, somebody else you just lose yourself in Mm -hmm. some way and you give that piece up but love is not about giving up you know it's about coexisting it's about synergy it's not about being a parasite and you teach that right you know you you teach that because it's all over you right and I'm sure that it's it's attractive to me which is why as an event coordinator I wanted you to come and so okay so that's it, you know, just once again, bringing them in. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just talked right at her. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> okay, so because I'm, I'm picturing what me and Sheba are doing, mm-hmm. which is one of our co-directors at the oh, space. She's and um, mm-hmm. yeah, and we just started doing that with other women and mm-hmm. doing the big women rituals and anger rituals and stuff. And mm-hmm. yeah, so bringing them in. Do you think that other communities, some communities are getting it easier or right more so than other communities. And I don't know how familiar you are with the other communities. Mm -hmm. uh, We talked a little bit about leather. And in Mm -hmm. the leather communities, Mm -hmm. um, people of color empowerment is Mm -hmm. easy. It's, I shouldn't say it's easy, but it's there. It's Mm -hmm. happening. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. what's, you know, it's all these new events are coming up. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and it's been going on for a while. Mm -hmm. Uh, The swing community, my perception, very limited, Mm -hmm. is it doesn't exist. There is no care. Nobody cares about diversity mm-hmm. because that's not what they're there for. And that's not, obviously, I don't want the one. We're not disparaging yes, groups the, the, that, the, you know, Any particular different. group that does do this mm-hmm. reach out, fantastic. But overall, if a, a swing group says, hey, no, no gay males, 90% of the other swingers are like, yeah, I concur with that. There are some people that dislike that. You've got 10% going, what? Why? Yeah, right. mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. total confusion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but nobody really, in Swingerland, it's nobody really, matter of fact, the um, the male person of color is more of a fetish than anything else, right? Mm-hmm. So poly, <laughs> That's a whole new topic, right? Mm-hmm. Sorry. Right. <laughs> so we're, the kink community, on the other hand, is starting to look in that direction. Mm-hmm. Some areas are fantastic and deep. Mm-hmm. Some areas are like, I thought we were just going to swing floggers at each other. Why are you bringing politics into it? Fifty Shades of Gay. Gay. (laughs) (laughs) Gray. You know. (laughs) Yep. And then we add polyamory into this, Mm -hmm. which has its own, which is probably, of all of them, has the strongest youth... Well, boy, I don't... You're right, you're right. Is it? Yes. I was going to say it has the strongest youth movement, but... Um, Millennials are the forefront. Yeah. They are challenging the way we do relationships, the way we love. You know, there's a lot more. Y- y'all have kids. We have kids, but they're older. I think they're still millennials, though. Yeah. yeah they're out. They're out, yeah. Okay, and you know they know all about... Oh, yeah. And see, that's beautiful. 
Uh-huh. That is so gorgeous. I'm going to start getting misty. Yeah. Um, because love nowadays is being taught. Yeah. You know, it's not just, okay, this comes out of the womb and you're going to be, it's, it's a fine skill, you mm-hmm. know, and we learn how to implement that skill and practice that skill based upon our parents. It starts out, yeah. it's, you know, it starts out, <laughs> <laughs> it starts out with, you know, um, children go, if, if you're okay, I'm okay. You know, and if mommy and daddy are happy, or if mama is happy and mama and mama is happy, that means I'm okay. And I think that is very important that we let kids know. And I think that is why millennials are on the forefront is because they are being taught thinking outside the box is okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So y'all are doing something right. Yeah. You know, as as parents, y'all are doing something a lot well, of fucking right. And you said you have um, one of your girlfriends has a fourteen year old that's already mm-hmm. talking about. Mm-hmm. They think they're poly and, mm-hmm. yeah, and these things. It's just natural language for mm-hmm. them now. Mm-hmm. And and it's really interesting to see the um, the girlfriend and and her husband mm-hmm. say, oh, when you see. Daughter, by mm-hmm. the way, she's currently gender fluid, so try and keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. That's like Isn't that awesome. <laughs> my, um, it is, but it's to, to reflect that she's fourteen, and this is language, not just things that like a kid mm-hmm. tries on, but things. Oh, I have options. I have choices. Yeah. Even my friend beliefs. from the spiritual group, uh, DB. So, mm-hmm. um, her daughter's what eighteen, and she's mm-hmm. doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Her and her boyfriend, and they're both gender fluid, mm-hmm. so we have to watch pronouns, so mm-hmm. where they right. are at the moment. And um, and it's like, oh, this is just amazing. Mm-hmm. I didn't, we didn't have these choices. No, we, when I was 14, we played games like Smear the Queer. Oh, <laughs> right. You know? mm-hmm. And that was, that was mm-hmm. and nobody ever thought yeah. twice about what those no. words meant. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, that's what we're going to play. And mm-hmm. so now you have the queer community, and you know that is it's about embracing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about empowering and leaving room. I mean, I was at Beyond the Love. There was some queer people there. You know, oh, yeah. and oh, it, yeah, yeah. it's it's pretty <laughs> and it's pretty awesome because that's a space where they can come and they're not shamed. Yeah. Right. You know, and that's empowering in itself with community. And I, I have to give credit where it's due. Uh, Sarah Sloan has been oh, yeah, a Sarah. fantastic presenter. And, and Goddessy. One, and, yeah, but Sarah Sloan's the, yeah, the main one. Year one, mm-hmm. all the way through, mm-hmm. we, she has been our, our queer advocate. Mm-hmm. And although she's not, we have plenty of queer people on our staff, it is nice for somebody to step up and say, you guys need queer people here. Mm-hmm. What can I do to help? Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. keep throwing, well, Year after year with year. Oh, by the way, you're presenting again this year. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was hoping to just, no, no, you're presenting. You're helping. <laughs> Thanks for being an helper. So I know that um, we have classes and we have all kinds of stuff coming up, and I promise to, to keep this fairly short. One last question for mm-hmm. you, and it's going to be a hard question to ask, answer in a short time. Mm-hmm. What do you do to, when you hit that level of, and I'm sure that, Sarah Sloan hit this level of, oh my God, do I have to be the queer advocate again this year? Can't somebody else step up? The ambassador. Yeah. And you mentioned uh, Beyond the Love, and I clearly recall you saying that it gets tiring to be that person. Mm -hmm. So it gets probably gets tiring to be the person to Mm -hmm. wave the flag of power. Mm -hmm. What do you do to recharge yourself? What do you do to keep yourself in balance without just saying, you know what, screw this, somebody Mm -hmm. else take over? I have right sizers and people who put things in perspective for me. Um, I have my mentors who say, okay, Ruby, this is a sacrifice. You know, someone did it for you. Let's do it for someone else. Which That's telling me I'm not the be-all, get-all. You know, it, it places things for me 
into perspective and I got to have them. I got to have people like Jess, you know, mm-hmm. I got to have, that's my home girl, uh-huh. you know, and <laughs> I have to have people that, you know, come and shoot the shit with me, you know, and treat me like I'm a human being. I mean, I sign like five people's things for, you know, as an autograph. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm freaking giving autographs. <laughs> you know? And that is it, kind of twisted for me, you know? And But people will come and bump you on the shoulder and, you know, fuck with me about money. And I, and, and I really like that. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Nice. Ruby, it's been a pleasure to have you on the podcast. This is the beginning of a conversation, not the end. Yes, it's Uh, a long one. (laughs) If people are interested and want to hear more from you and more about what you're doing or about all the cool stuff you've got got Mm -hmm. going on, uh, you've got the Poly event in Dallas coming Mm -hmm. back in 2020. You were just telling us about... uh, Black Kink Fest. Black Kink Fest. Mm -hmm. Um, How can they find out more about Ruby Johnson? Um, Black sexgeek.net okay oh I like that (laughs) (laughs) very good it's been great talking with you that was fun it's been a a pleasure thank you very much thank you so much